Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Ready? How's it going, Tim? Hey, pretty good, Chad. How's everybody out there in Hong Kong Nation doing tonight? Good Lord, man. Uh, I think, you know, there's a large uh, bout of hog pressing that uh, most people are fighting. I think that we uh, got lucky, you know, being able to uh, have a big personal W this week, you know, and some of our other ventures. And it kind of, you know, mitigated the the loss, you know. And I went back. <clears throat> I was working during working during the uh, during the game or whatnot. So I went back and rewatched that game. And I'll tell you, man, that was tough. It took all day, man. I had to take breaks. Um, usually, usually I watch the whole thing, but it was just real, real, real frustrating, you know. And, you know, what a surprise, you know, that uh, they put the uh, passing quarterback back there, tried to change the entire scheme, and, hey, that didn't work. And, you know, who mentioned that shit not going to work last week? We did, right? Nobody fucking else did, but we did. And, uh, you know... They put Hornsby in, which, you know, I felt like that was going to happen. They were going to have to. And then he made everybody look like dumbasses for trying to do a passing scheme, you know. And uh, he holds the ball. He just, that's his only problem, man, is he just holds the ball too long. He didn't flip it out there and get it to his receivers. He didn't lead his receivers, man. He wants to hold the ball until his receivers are open and throw it. You just can't do that in the SEC. You know, speed's too fast. you got to anticipate where the receiver's going to be open and throw it to that area, you know. And uh, I think that's his, you know, watching his game. To me, that's his biggest flaw. Uh, since Ron Graham's impeccable, you know. He's, he's really good. He just holds it too long yeah. when he drops back. Yeah, no, he's not. And he's not a lost cause for sure on the passing game, like you are saying. Like, just kind of get – to work on that hopefully kj's healthy the rest of the season and commit to him being like it's 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 so strange that he wasn't like they're moving the receiver and not like when we have no other like when fortin's the backup like how do you not just have horns be obviously it's like yeah he said he wants to play quarterback of course he does yeah like he knows probably the deal cage and what's wrong with that plan of kj having a great season this year going to the nfl and like um you know coming in but you know he shows the flashes but like you're saying yeah he's uh Holds the ball too long. Uh, exactly like I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? I mean, like he did. I mean, he some of those, he's got potential. You saw like on that Brass Stevens, like just dropped it right in there. You know what I mean? But yeah. still could have let him out a little bit more on that one too. But good, great play. And, um, yeah, the only uh, thing I'm going to fault that kid with, honestly, is a little bit of a lack of leadership in my, perfect, my, 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 my opinion. Uh, because he uh, – is bitching and complaining about getting to play wide receiver. A lot of people would give their left arm to play a wide receiver while he's just sitting on the bench. Um, yeah. You know, the the, uh, the coaching staff thinks he can do it. Um, he should be giving his all, 100%, trying to trying to give what he can to the team to win. I shouldn't be 
uh, in my opinion, demanding he plays a certain position only, right? Uh, and that's it. You know, just quarterback. That's all I'm going to do. You know, uh, it's kind of weird, you know. Uh, and I think that uh, you know, you want the guys to look up to you. You want the team to follow you. You know, and you got an opportunity right here uh, to be able to get out there and be a leader and uh, show that you know you're willing to do what it takes uh, to get a W. You know, whether it be play wide receiver or play quarterback. And then, you know, then you move over into quarterback after uh, J.K.'s gone, stuff like that. Yeah, or K.J.'s gone, stuff like that. So, you know, I think that uh, – I just think that would show a lot of uh, maturity and leadership. But, you know, he didn't do that. And then Pittman obviously got upset, uh, you know, about about some of the, like, you know, jumping in the transfer and all that kind of stuff. and. And everything, and you know, you can't blame him. You know, you knew he was going to. But I, I feel like if you're going to play him, he's your, he's your number two guy. He's the guy you put in. And if you're going to bench him, you bench him. You know, if if that's the line you're going to draw on the sand as coach, fine. Uh, but you know, he 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 was riding somewhere in the middle there, and uh, I, I don't like the way they switched quarterbacks in and out in that game at all. I don't care for that. Never have. We talked about that with Chad Morris and stuff uh, when we saw some of that. And uh, you got to you got to pick somebody, put them in there until they either get hurt, win the game, or lose the game. And my, you know, even with a even when you're number two, at least give them a full half. You know, before you put the next guy in to give the next guy another half. I I don't know. I don't think like I don't feel like. Uh, the the Caden kid or whatever I don't feel he got the opportunity to uh, really prove what he could do because he was pulled out so quickly you know never really had the opportunity to get comfortable you know so yeah that's a great point um, and the one thing I think I know you said it last week there was a certain I can't remember the amount of plays you said there was a threshold where you were like Mississippi runs this above this many plays we're gonna lose and they ended up running forty eight Pass attempts and 37 run attempts. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? They ran 80-something plays on us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oof. Almost. Uh, yeah, so that was, that's quite a bit. While on the other hand, we've, you know, 23 pass attempts, 44 or so. A lot, lot less uh, of uh, our offense being on the field longer than you know, theirs. No, oh, absolutely. You know, and I think you know, play a big role in the game, you know. Uh, we, we, we just couldn't control uh, anything within the game, right? You know, from beginning to end, we had no control over this game, and you just can't you just can't win a football game like that. And it wasn't like a Texas A&M situation where, you know, mm-hmm. you had a couple fumbles and a, you know, field goal that could have won it, and, you know, you, you you lost the game. You could have won. You just totally got stomped from beginning to end in this game, and I think that's what hurts the worst, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Just the uh, one thing, one thing to get beat to Alabama by a couple touchdowns, but to get beat forty-one to forty, just yeah, forty to seventeen to Mississippi State. All those cowbells ringing early in the morning, just mm-hmm. just awful. It's embarrassing. I mean, it's quite, quite, quite the embarrassment to get whipped to Mississippi State. I mean, I don't know if they've ever like anytime they have beat us, it hadn't been well. The Morris years, besides those years, saw it kind of. I was looking that up. Like we never like when we've lost to Mississippi State, which is rare. Uh, you know what I mean? Lost by very much. So I was just disappointing. Yeah, it really was. You know, uh, but. You know, I don't know. It's it's it, what I'm worried about. is like I don't feel like we're getting better at this point. You know, I feel like we're we're backsliding. You know, um, I mean, at least the best we can do is be even. You know, with last year, and you know, you just I don't know. You just hate to see that. You know what I mean? You just don't want to see that um, from your team. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I must say mathematically we still got one more shot to get ten wins, but that's it. Mm. I mean here's so, the 
They won more better than last year, but I don't, I don't, you don't see it like you're saying though. We're not yeah. getting any better. There's no like on the horizon, like oh yeah, we've got momentum. We fought hard. We could definitely win out. There's nothing like that. No, I mean, and here's the thing: is it all you know, Pittman's fault that we're getting worse as a team as the year goes on? I don't know. I mean, maybe you can put it back to conditioning and things like that, and start thinking about like how we should tackle it in the off season and stuff. Where where you've not physical enough. I mean, I remember there were times when folks talked about not, like not tackling enough and we were going to have fumbles and all these things. And, you know, you saw those things happen in the first few games sometimes. So you got to start wondering, like, is it a conditioning situation where everybody's getting hurt and going down? And, you know, you're seeing a lot of that. you got two freshmen in a cornerback, you know. I mean, goodness gracious. Um, or at least you will have for this game. We had one last game. We're going to have another freshman this game. And you're, so you're you're pulling in your bag of tricks and trying to get anybody you can on the field to give you some, you know, uh, production. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has been injury butt that's gotten us big time and. I'll be honest, man. I'm still, I'm still not over the A&M game, and it's just felt like it's just been like a slog. <laughs> Besides that brief moment, I thought we were going to beat Bama. It's been a slog the last couple of weeks regarding Razorback football, and it's just a weird like. That's not. I thought it was over with that. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to get it. We're not going to go undefeated and stuff all the time, but it's just kind of. And I don't know if the team's kind of. I don't know. It's kind of a, you know, Pittman admitted to that. Like after that, it was kind of worrisome. We talked about it a couple of podcasts ago, even before I think we lost, where he admitted like at that Auburn, like they freaked out the sideline. You know what I mean? And like never, like if it don't go your way, just it's going to keep going that way. And he kind of admitted that that happened last year. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it is, I mean, he's a pretty new head coach. So I don't want to blame everything. It's It's been a really weird season. So I don't want to blame him. I like the guy. I'm, I'm still happy. He's, He's our coach, but there are some things like that when you lose that bad to Mississippi State, you got to be concerned about. Well, he knows it. You know, he knows what's on the horizon. He's been around the landscape for a long time. You see him right now that he's pulling the defensive coordinator down on the sideline. Now, why do you think he's doing that? He's doing that because he said, hey, Barry, you need to figure this shit out. What's going on? What do we need to do? And he's like, well, if I can get down on the sideline, you know that shit happened in the office. So he's like, okay, we'll get you on the sideline the next game. But you start thinking about like, all right, now then what's the next step, right? Next step is maybe we're going to have to get a new DC, you know? Maybe we'll have to pull somebody else into that position. I mean, yeah. I mean, the way our red zone offense is, that improves. We're not just not just clean house on the coordinator situation and start afresh in Pittman's, you know, fourth year. I mean, look, I don't mind our offense oh, coordinator. No. I think you know what what he's doing is interesting. Uh, it's not, you know, some of the decisions he's made haven't been my favorite. And I don't really care for the scheme he runs, but at the same time, he's he's pretty effective. Uh, and what he does so it, but you can't be you can't just be getting burnt by everybody you know you, we're the laughing stock of the sec whenever we come to play teams they say you know what just throw the ball and you're gonna win you know you got guys throwing 395 yards three touchdowns breaking records against us all because we have no cornerbacks yeah it's still not gonna be better Catalan ain't coming back this year. Slusher. Like, well, Slusher, Jaden Johnson, Kari Johnson, are any of them going to be able to play? So mm-hmm. that right there is already. Um, yeah, I forgot. Oh, she had Ladarius Bishop. Bishop. He was down the first two games, too. That's like, we had, wow, we've had so many guys go down. So you're looking at third, fourth string moving guys. But still, there's still some, they shouldn't be that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and our offense is putting out production even on this game that we we get blown out, right? We still put out some production. We still put some points on the board with a you know second stringers in and everything else. I mean, we're we're producing, right? But we got to stop people. We got to stop people. All great teams win with a good defense. Period. Yeah, we got we got to get our we got to get our defense better. It's it's ridiculous, man. Forty points. By Mississippi State, like, 
that's not okay. That's really not, you know. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, in the rush defense, which was solid starting off earlier in the year, has not, like, Mississippi State handled it pretty good. And once they got the lead, they just, you know, there was a time when we made it 17-27, to Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in that end of that third quarter, and then all of a sudden, and then, bam, the running back Johnson rattles off a 30-yard run, just like, you know, then goes from 17 to 27 to, you know, 34 to 17, mm-hmm. like that. And then that, that would hurt. Watching that at the barbecue competition, and that, that would hurt. You thought, all right, maybe, maybe there's some life there, and then mm-hmm. they were able to do what they wanted against us. Yeah, yeah, and uh, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Um we got we got to do better you know so what's the bright side right that's what you got to start thinking about you know you can't just sit here and drink paps all week you know you got to start looking for the bright side of things aj's coming back that's that's my bright that's that's a huge (laughs) bright side you know uh you know we are trying some new things we are getting some new guys in at corners see what we can do you know maybe somebody's gonna step up in that position you know uh Goodness. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's still nice. I mean, our two line like Sanders and Poole are still healthy for us, right? And linebacker. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the D line should be better. I mean, they're not just big injuries. Like it's been kind of a kind of a team thing. We've had success on the D line, so Maybe we could put Hornsby out of corner. Do you think these fast yeah, guys yeah. can yeah. just burn Hornsby? <laughs> uh, probably only fast running forward. Is that? Is that though? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. We got to get it figured out. But regardless, the game we're fixing to play is a you know out of conference team, and you know they were ranked top twenty five. They fell out just like us. Um, They have not looked good. In my opinion, when I look at the games and and what they've done, I'm not impressed at all uh, with them, to be honest. So, you know, I just feel like this is a game that we're going to be able to go to and turn it around, get it where it needs to be, and then and then move forward. Then you got a crappy Auburn team, you beat that team, you beat Liberty, you're rolling LSU feeling good, you know what I mean? Okay. And, uh, you know, I mean, at this point, can I pick Ole Miss as a win? I, I mean, I picked them as a loss in the beginning of the year, and I'm probably going pick, to pick them as a loss now. I don't think we'll get past Ole Miss at this point, the way they're playing, you know. But we can beat Missouri. We can beat everybody else on this schedule. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even Ole Miss, it's still Ole Miss, you know what I mean, and at home. And if we're four-game win streak and we get some guys back, mm-hmm. uh. And, you know, and figure some things out. We did it last year. I mean, we finished strong last year. So there's possibility of rattling off. If we can win this game this weekend, uh, get to a winning record, get the bye week. And then, like you're saying, we get we get some payback. I don't care if it is a road game to Auburn. I think I think we'd go down there. Um, you know, in that scenario of beating BYU and getting that, that bye week, I think we go to Auburn and, um, you know, take it to them. They're just not. It's not well coached. Not just not a great program right now. There's no excuse for us to not beat them. And then of course we gotta smack Liberty around. We shouldn't even give that school money um, to play them. Um, and LSU at home, uh, they're kind of in our situation this year. Um, not doing. Of course they got a first. Well, Brian Kelly's experience, but uh, and then Ole Miss definitely the toughest. But the, the same like the schedule gets better, you know. And then the first six games, because you know, Petrino brought it as a supposedly the what you would think looking at it without thinking of Petrino the easiest game on the schedule. How's he doing maybe this year? Because of Missouri. How's he doing this year? Does he, has he lost the game yet? I haven't kept up with like, there was one game Chad like right after like they were playing somebody really they lost the close game I think. Let me make sure. oh, yeah. I'll look at it. Yeah, you gotta wonder. Oh yeah no goodness. Yeah, he wow. lost a couple. 
<laughs> so hold on, man. I'll get you the exact, but yeah, I oh, see three God. right now. That's All right, good. so they okay, lost to us, and then they lost at number two, South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits. Fourteen, they lost twenty-eight to fourteen to the Jackrabbits. Lost at North Dakota, not North Dakota State, forty-eight to four, thirty-one, and recently lost to Southern Illinois on Future Bears Day, thirty-eight oh to twenty-four. Like they're not even like in so these games. Losses. Like, goodness, I don't know if they're gonna make the playoff. He ain't never getting hired anywhere again. Well, maybe it's ROC. <laughs> what do you think about that? Just throwing it out there. I don't know. I'm just maybe, I'm just maybe you've said looking, it before. <laughs> I'd take him as the OC. I'm just sitting here looking at Baylor, or uh, not Baylor, but BYU, and I'm looking at you know everybody they've played so far, and just I mean it's not impressive. I mean you play. South Florida, you beat them 50 to 21. So the big story there is you allowed South Florida to put up 21 points on you. A Chad Morris offense getting run down there. You know what I'm saying? They're putting yeah. 21 on you. Yeah, so. And then, then you go over to Baylor and you just barely beat Baylor 26 20. And you go into overtime to do it. Like, that's, you know, that's not the. That's not a good team. You go, you play your first uh, top 10 team, top 12 team at Oregon. You get smoked 20-41. You play Wyoming, you know, and you beat them 38-24, but you still, again, you'll have them put 24 points on you. You know, Utah State, allowed them put 26 points on you. Beat them 30-38. I watched this game. And the interesting thing I thought about the quarterback, he's incredibly accurate, very good quarterback. They got great wide receivers, Rodney, out there running around all over the place. They uh, lost, I guess Rodney got hurt. I guess he's coming back. It's going to be his first game back, of course, playing us. And uh, I wonder if that, I, I, I keep wondering if that's Mitt's like, grandson or something. I don't know. I bet it is. But anyway, uh, you got. This kid out there just running all over the place. You got this quarterback slinging it everywhere, and they're moving the ball up and down the damn field. But it just doesn't feel like they're putting it in the end zone as much as they should. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though they're beating these teams, man, these teams are scoring on them and, and uh, looking good at the first of the games, you know, and then they're really having to work hard, or at least for that Utah State game, they really had to work hard to win that game. And, uh, I don't know. It, it's it's just it's like it's like an offense. It's just not quite clicking or something. It's the best way I can explain. Uh, watching that, right? Um, and then yeah, they get beat by Notre Dame, twenty-eight twenty. So you know, I, the thing that I take away from this is they've held, you know, most of their opponents down to a pretty decent, pretty decent level, and they've they've been able to put up. You know, quite a few points on the on the teams they've beat. Um, you know, I don't think they can stop us. I, you know, their defensive line they look slow and overweight. Um, the offensive line looked really good. Now, I don't, I don't want to, you know, take away from the offensive line looked great. Uh, the defensive yeah. line looked really like trash. And our running game is going to take advantage of them. Uh, you know, and I can tell you that uh, I think we're going to do better. You know, our linebackers and stuff are going to do get better. We were seeing folks get rocked, you know, meeting people in the, not naming names, we know who they are, but it does, meeting people in the hole and getting rocked, you know, walked over, not just on touchdowns, but all over the place, all over the damn field the whole game. Uh, and I don't see that happening uh, and, and with, with these guys. I, they're just not as... Fast and athletic as these SEC teams we've been playing, uh, we'll have the we'll have the upper hand as far as that goes. Um, but you know, we I guess talent wise, we got we got them beat right. It's just like, can we get our defense to put it together? Are they going to throw the ball everywhere? Are we going to have a fifty to fifty one game? You know, or are we going to come out and and show up? Now, remember last game, man, we were. 
batting balls down. We should have been hitting interceptions and stuff, you know, right off our fingertips, like five times, like not just once or twice, like five times, like a lot, a lot of balls that we should have been snagging down and hawking like we did last year and we wasn't. You got to think that gets corrected in this game. Yeah, you would hope so. We hadn't had a turnover in three games. Man, I don't think we've had even a fumble recovery, an interception, nothing in the last few games, even against A&M where we were in the game. We didn't. Yeah, BYU is an interesting team. It's not, you know, the last couple of years they've went 10-3, and 11-1. and one. They've been, you know, a solid program, um, but they don't have, they've kind of lost the players. It's not one of the best teams, but they did start off top 25 like us. Um, Sataki's been pretty good there. Independent, they're about to move to the Big 12, which is interesting. Um so good for them. You know, it's wild. I mean, BYU, just as a football program, has won a national championship in 1984. Like, more recent than us. You know what I mean? And had a Heisman Trophy winner. Tied that in <laughs> like 90 or so. Isn't that crazy? And um, That's gross. They were really That's under La- uh, Lavelle Edwards. That's why they named the stadium after. They were really, really good in the 80s and 90s. But that's crazy that they forgot to be. And that wasn't even like a Steve Young Steve Young team. So they've put some guys like that. Some Super Bowl winners in the NFL too. But yeah, this year, um, trying to watch a little bit of that Notre Dame game. And they has like the second two straight games, the quarter, they've opened with like a deep pass. So there, you know what they're going to, the strategy is. It's plain as day. And why would you not attack our secondary? You know what I mean? Just plain as day, they're going to do that. Hmm. Running, running games, okay. Like you said, the offense can score. But, again, looking at those, it's just easy to see, like, they've given up no less than 20 points every game. Yeah. No less than 20 points. Um, and, you know, KJ is going to be rare, raring to come back. Because um, he had some good before he went down against Bama. Like, the offense, you know, we were putting up some points once we kind of figured it out. And other games, that wasn't a problem. So, I feel like you're saying, and especially with their um, – their their weakest spot, like you're saying, on the D line. You know what I mean? Like we're going to be able to. Uh, they've they've struggled up front to stop the run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they're not a big pressure defense. Um, and then um, I know Notre Dame brought a lot of pressure on BYU, and it worked. And there were 16 going into the last game. Isn't that crazy though? I mean, so I mean, they've been. And, you know, they're thought of. They're a good team. They're a talented team. They're not as talented as, as us. Uh, not not one of their best teams the last couple of years, but uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's still a road game, a little different altitude, you know, 48, 4,900 feet mm-hmm. up there. Um, but I think I think it'll be uh, fun. Like you're saying, the, the, the Hall's, a, Hall's a pretty good, pretty good quarterback, and then he's got uh, the Romney kid. Gunner, that's definitely a Romney name. Yeah, he's something. Uh, Romney used to coach their football team, looking at their past seasons. Long time in the 30s and 20s. So, their Romney's all over the place, but I'm, I'm sure they are related. And, uh, but then uh, they also Puka, another receiver. They've been, they've both been hurt. So, if these guys are both, those guys are both like looking to start this week. You know what I mean? Hmm. And also, also knowing what you said, the offensive line. Um, I think I saw a quote, somebody said, one of our defensive line, like looking at them, they said they're like they're pretty big O line. You know what I mean? You're saying the D line looks bad, but the O line's like, ah, it's different. They've got some six, mm-hmm. seven, six, eight guys, three hundred pounds. They do got to go. So yeah. yeah. So that's that's um. Can we get pressure against that O line? That'll be the you know that'd be the key because that Hall kid could sit back there and throw it throw it on us all day if we don't get anything on him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a thing, you know. I don't want to see this, uh, you know going into a, uh, a three safety situation with a three-man front and no pressure, you know, on the team that's leading and sacks. Let's fucking do it, man. Well, you know, pin your fucking ears back and go after it. Let's get some sacks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, 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 let's freaking start stunting a little bit more, you know. Let's start blitzing up the middle. Off the edges. Hell, let's throw a quarterback blitz in there, too. They can't keep up with the wide receivers. Might as well let them blitz. It's a shorter distance. They might go in there and get it. You know, shit, got something. Four sacks in the last three games, Chad. We were number one in the country. But Call four Reggie Harry and ask him how he'd attack this team and then just do that, right? I wanna, we want to attack the fucking quarterback. 
That's what we need to do as a defense. I don't give a shit how good Barry Odom is or how smart he is or how he's supposed to be the best ever and all this. That was a stupid-ass defensive scheme that he ran last week against the Pirate when he should have been just trying to disrupt the quarterback all he could and not letting him throw the damn ball, you know? Obviously, your corners are weak, so you're going to try to keep them in front of you? Well, all that's going to make is a fucking slant that's caught and run back for 90 yards. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's, it's, it's not... What do you get? You catch a slant behind the damn... Uh, linebacker, who you got to beat, you know, one of the three guys, you know, good Lord. And you got a lot of room to do it. I don't, I don't like it. I just don't like it at all. I don't like that type of defense at all. You know, give me a four man front. Give me some blitzes. Give me some stunts. I want to see some guys coming off the hedge, you know, up the middle. Yeah. We need to see something something like that for sure, man. Got to change it up. Maybe going back down the sideline. That's an obvious, hey, defense ain't working. Yep. I just, yeah, you got to do it. You got to bring pressure. You, you're the, yeah, you're the best defense uh, uh, sack team in the nation. Had been for most of the year, you know, until recently. You got to bring pressure. You got to come after this quarterback and disrupt him. You know, that should be the goal. Disrupt the quarterback so he can't throw the pass. And if he and throws some like, big ones, if he gets a few big ones off, like whatever, you got you guys got to get up there. Y'all got to do better. It's just the damn game plan. You know what I mean? And I don't know if you, uh, what you saw in the Utah State. Would you? I mean, I don't. From what I've seen of him, and even look at like it's not. He's definitely not like a. I wouldn't say he's not mobile, but he's not a guy that's looking to run. So you can feel like you pin your ears back and go out. You know what I mean? Like. He might have to escape, but he's not a great runner where you're just scared, like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be kind of like, oh, he could get out there and get 30 yards on you, like KJ. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But he can pull it down and run it. He does have some speed. I did see him run it. You know what I mean? Uh, and and yeah. he tends to, like, drop back okay. and, like, wait till the middle opens. And pull it down and run it straight as well. You know what I'm saying? One of those type things. Um, yeah. You know, but he's not. He's not. Yeah, he's not KJ fast. He's not a mobile quarterback. Like that's not his style. That's not what he's doing. He's not comfortable on the run. Yeah. So if you got him escaping the pocket, you're in a good situation because you you know, it's different with like. Uh, of a good mobile quarterback like KJ where he escapes the pocket and he can sling the ball and he can run it on just whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. That's good, man, though. Like he's back. Just that just feels feels just feels better. You know what I mean? Like just even thinking about the possibility of going on this win streak we're about to go on. Look at us getting excited. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe BYU's is you know, historic badass program. And we're going to go in there and we're going to face a team that is of SEC caliber and has no. the, you know, possibility of beating us. Uh, maybe it would have beat us in a bowl game or something like that if we met up. I, I don't know. I just don't feel like that's the case. That just, I could be wrong, but just after watching the teams, that just seems to be a, a noticeable gap in athleticism between the two teams, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, we're 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 on uh, similar uh, similar courses. Uh, both of these teams, really, um, and it's like both of them want to get a win and turn it around, and you know what I mean. But for them, you know, it's bigger because they're beating an SEC team, you know. Yeah, one of the – some some staff I saw is saying maybe he's beaten Sataki since he's been there the last six or seven – they've beaten like six power five. No, maybe six power five. I mean, they've been independent for a while. Definitely not a badass pro. Last two years, solid. But before that, there were seven wins, you know, four wins, nine wins. Mm-hmm. And Bronco Mendenhall was, was okay. 
but definitely definitely the strong was uh definitely in the 80s and mid early mid 90s but they're they're still solid for an independent program but definitely i mean the talent gap should be really really high you know i mean you know they they have to get creative and uh, they've got a pipeline from let's say from let's see from the they've got 40 members of the current roster of polynesian descent they've got guys from like the hawaiian islands samoa tonga you know, it's a really good. Is Northwest yeah. Arkansas has one of the largest Marshallese populations outside of the Marshallese Islands. So yeah. we have something in common there with the Islanders. For sure. I wish we yeah. would put more on the football program. I've talked about like how I think we should be recruiting, and I've said it in past podcasts and stuff. We should go way back in the way back machine. Uh, but I, I do think we should be recruiting, you know, like uh, Hawaii and, and the islands and stuff for linemen and things. I don't feel, I feel like it's an underutilized area. And uh, what's interesting is a lot of them do leave instead of going to like Hawaii or something like that, where you would think, you know, they might have a camaraderie in yeah. another school like that, you know. But a lot of them do leave and go to BYU and stuff. But that's because a lot of them are Mormon. And it's like a big, uh, it's like a big religion down in the islands and and at the schools. Uh, yeah, at BYU. yeah, you too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a uh, taught yeah. us all. I'm sure I'm not the only one out in the listening audience, but yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, we need it. We need to get these guys. Um, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we uh, gotta win this, man. We gotta. Yeah, we gotta we got to win this game. I mean, that, that's just a, this is a must win. This isn't a I'd like to win or need to win. This is a must win. You know, you win this, you put them at the same record as you. You know, you it, it just evens out everything in the universe, you know. Gives us a nice win after all those losses. You got to feel bad. That'll be it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Next week they play at Liberty, so hopefully they beat them. But it'll be nice to kind of compare a little bit what they're looking at for one of our next games. I'm just looking at the schedule, but yeah, I, th- I think a must win is really. Um, I mean, I don't think that's far stretch. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean Pittman it's, needs this win for him. Three and four. Yeah. For him, what's his, his record? Career? Uh, fifteen and fourteen. So this will put him at fifteen and fifteen. If he gets it, he'll be batting. You know, five hundred, and uh, hopefully the next week you go to Auburn, you get a win. You know, and you're back in the uh, you're back in the right track. You got more wins than you got losses. Right now, you got more losses than you got wins. You're not in a good situation, so you need this win as a head coach, and you know it. Yeah. So he's fifteen and fourteen right now. So he's. If he can get a little bit, maybe he can get a little bit built up. 16 and 14 against BYU and then add on Auburn. Keep rock. Hopefully he'll never look back, but he's just keep kind of playing around with that line again. You know what I mean? Before this, he was 15 and 11 a couple of weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah, I, I just think, I think we can, I said that, I'm a little different coach. Reminds me kind of going out west like we did against Colorado State. It's like, Run, you know, we can just run all over and we were until we stopped running and stuff. And we can run just looking at this given Rocket. And Rocket had the, like, I know you watched it more recently than me, this this uh, game against Mississippi State. I don't want to bring it up too much, but Rocket had, like, 20 carries. Like, they were, like, he is obviously, like, the... But then it didn't seem like the end of the game maybe it was over too much, but they kind of... Didn't really have any after that. I feel like it was a thing. Like, oh, there he's got twenty carries already, and he didn't have. Yeah, I felt like they uh, ran the ball way too much, and they just kind of got away from it. And yeah. you know, thought maybe we were going to do it through the air, and that seemed to be working for a while. And then you get that fourth quarter situation, like you're talking about. The tide just turns on you, you know. So, sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up because I think we're gonna. Turn it around, but just kind of reminded me. No, it's okay. I, mean, I think it was a good point, you know, and then, and it, you know, kind of just illustrates, um, you know, what we, what, what our 
offensive coordinators trying to do, you know, run the ball first, throw the ball second, you know, try to stay 50-50. You know, you notice he tries that real hard. Uh, but I don't think that's just – that might not just be even just a him thing. Sorry, Chad. Mm-hmm. Just add on for you. Uh, could just a Pittman thing as a offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, maybe so. And then you see him latch on to things that works throughout the game, right? You notice that, like if the passing game's working, he latches onto it. The running game's working, he kind of latches onto it. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I I agree. You know, you see him running, and 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 why not keep it going? You know, why not keep that going as you move forward? You know, we saw this at the beginning of the year where we were like, why ain't you giving this guy the ball? You know, he's getting eight yards per carry at one point, right? And you're not giving him the ball. Uh, and, and it's because, you know, you like, I don't know. It's like there's an extreme of play calling, it feels like, right? Uh, where you, you call it heavy run and then you call it heavy passing. I don't know. I just feel like it could be mixed a little bit better personally, you know. And, I think that, you know, if you're trying to wear them down and run the ball, right, if that's your strategy, they'll and abandon that in the third quarter, you know. You keep pounding. You keep pounding because that's when you wear them down, you know. You, you win with that type of a game in the at the end of the third and the, the fourth quarter, you know, when you got them tired. I think that's good. I think you're right on the money, champ. Uh, I yeah, I just no. I, I mean, this game, this game's pretty, uh, pretty obvious. We're gonna have to. We should use the run game on them. You know what I mean? Like some of these teams, even like that Utah State game, two hundred yards they had on forty nine, you know, rushes. Mm-hmm. Oregon Notre Dame, two hundred twelve, two hundred thirty four yards. Like they've given up that two hundred mark quite a bit. One hundred seventy two yards per game. Rocket Sanders is tenth in the. No, Razorbacks are tenth in the uh, uh, nation in run offense, and Rockets, the SEC's leading rusher. Mm-hmm. And now this week, whenever you run that goofy option, you know that goofy triple option, you got the you got the pass, you got the handoff, and you got the keep. You know, <laughs> well, maybe they'll damn respect it this week. You saw they were not respecting it so much last week, even you know. Uh, Malik was getting big yardage out there, just going all running all up and down the field, you know. Uh, so it's going to be even worse this week. So I don't know, man. You know, can they can they put a spy on the quarterback that can stop, that can tackle him, you know, or can he still get five yards? Because if you get five yards twice, that's all you need. Just do that over and over again. Oh, yeah. I think so too, man. I hope maybe that spy, you know, takes off a guy, a defender in the secondary mm-hmm. from their defense. And we're able to, KJ, obviously, it's a really is a good thrower, man. Oh, yeah. I need to see some of these guys. It's good to see Hazelwood got his first 100 yard game for us. Uh, Bryce Stevens had a couple good plays. It just wasn't enough that last game with KJ. Maybe he's able to. Of course, I want them to. Run it 40 times and pass it, you know, a good bit too. So it's like, if we have that many plays where it's like Mississippi State, they were able to do it. They had both rush and pass. And you saw how kind of how it works when you, you can't just three and out, six plays and out, and things like that. Just to stop, man. We should be able to drive it down the field on them. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think also. You know, one of the things that's not talked about, I feel like, is like AJ Green too. Like every time he touches the ball, he's getting some yards, man. Yeah, um, he's good, and he's just not getting a lot of touches. You know, yeah, he's really not. Again, man, I just think we need like offense could be a little bit better, which means longer drives, more plays, more touches for everybody, because it doesn't seem. We had half as many Mississippi State. That's just not. That's just a lot more carries we can give to him. And what happened to Dominic Johnson? He finally came back from an injury, and then like he doesn't have anything in this game. 
Hmm. And there's nothing against, I'm sure you feel the same way, nothing against Rocket, but. Do you, do you feel like our offensive line is playing the way it should for our running backs? Do you feel like it's opening up the holes that should be opening for our running backs? Or do you feel like we're getting clogged up a lot? I mean, um, I feel like it could be better, man. I mean, I really do for, for what this, for this, like we, for the offense line to be what they are and experience as they are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Still could be, I mean, it's hard to, I guess, if you look at it, you know, we're top 10 in the Russian offense in the nation, but I feel like we could be, you know, we could be number one with the stable we got of guys and the, the potential of the offensive line. But it feels like against these, but also that takes that takes into account games that we, you know, won. But these last three losses, yeah, man, it is not. It's definitely been stacked in there more, and you're just kind of seeing a lot more like one yard carries, no gain, one yard losses instead of at least getting three or four, like as a worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time we've ever played this team too, which is another interesting fact. It's interesting. There's no history, like. <laughs> well, they beat us, and we, you know, no history at all. So. No, yeah, we have nothing to look historically to. I don't know, man. Yeah, I just, maybe I'm wrong, man. I feel like we can win this thing. Um, and I know, look, if you listened to the podcast last week and he took that, uh, But uh, Alabama, we're going to win, seriously? Come on, man. Y'all know we're well, going to win that. So. Yeah, I, th- I, think you, I think people can probably tell by the tone and everything that we didn't feel too good about Mississippi State game. Like, going, no. You know what I mean? No, like, this week's different. Like, I know Rich, if Rich somehow comes back from the dead or maybe it's just a rumor, like, I didn't, I didn't go to his funeral. I didn't see the... And see Rich's body. So maybe he's still out there. Um, if he's still there, he's just somehow scraped up $10. Rich, I'll give you $20 if you lose, but you need to start off. You need to put it all on the hogs, man. And what you got to do? Pretty sure get a little bit more money, but... drowned in the bathroom at the McDonald's of Prothero Junction. They say there was. <laughs> That gets yeah, me every time. I was talking to a friend of mine that works at the tire shop over here, and I guess he was eating at the. He was getting a, like a big muffin that morning. I guess he said the corner and everything was out there. So. Damn. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna do that again, man. I'm more than the loss last week. I was just hoping. Just hoping that. Hoping he hadn't passed on. Well, I think, you know, I think that's, you know, that's what you do. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to hope for the best. Can we beat Auburn? Can we beat Liberty? Like, can we beat LSU? There's some, like, there's some folks out there that are real negative, man. They don't think we're going to win... Another game. I've heard that. Like, we're not winning another game this year. Could you imagine? Arkansas, 54. BYU. Thirty-three. Sorry. Oh, good. Um, I had a Tiffany. You don't have to give your score yet. Arkansas twenty-four. BYU 17. I think we win this game. I feel, I feel like we both feel that way. It's exciting. But yeah, I mean, like, Auburn, we can win these games. Liberty. Mm-hmm. I think our defense will show up. What the hell was that? I think our... 
defense will show up. So that's definitely, oh my God, something that's going to uh, occur. And then yeah, I think it's something, I think that's what we've been missing, man, is the defense. Uh, so, yeah, who knows? What, yeah, what do you uh, think? Those emojis are kind of crazy. What do you think is going to happen with the fantasy football? With everybody, like all the winning teams took a loss last week. Yeah, all the... Uh... All right, the playoffs. Let me just tell you this, Joe. This is how it's coming down to the nitty gritty. The playoffs are round ones, November the uh, uh, November twelfth. Wow, that week it's the playoffs. Like we have got, we're down, we're down now. Like all the winning teams, like lost you, me, Hawks or Thomas run like a Razorback. The only team that we won, so this we know, is the Big Wiener Bandits. Team Florida Hog loss. Wow, that's good. That's crazy. That crazy. Um, wow. Uh, let's see what fan tracks. I could, I could be a, I could kind of help them with this if they, if they made it worth my while. Man, I could really improve this kind of. The... Good lord, this man! Well, look. I'm going to do this real quick because I don't even want to spend a lot of time on it. While you're looking that up, I'm just going to do hockey real quick because hockey sucks balls. Look, we have only won one game. We've lost every other game. The last game we lost to Mizzou, 0-5, just embarrassed by them. Picks and go play Nebraska in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, and this is by far, so far, the worst since I've been watching Arkansas hockey, this is the worst beginning to a season I think I've ever seen. And I've been watching it since the inception of the program. So, Do you think it was because they ignored us and started talking about that other hockey? I don't know. I definitely want to go to this North Texas game, though. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know I said that. You believe that, I guess. Probably because they didn't retweet us, man. You know, you don't retweet somebody and things happen, especially somebody that's been supporting you the whole damn time. You've been around talking about you since the beginning of the podcast. Go back and listen. All through the scene. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Have to go on up to Lincoln now. Pick your side. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted to get that out of the way. They they they're horrible. Uh, it's horrible. Uh, the hockey jerseys don't have a hog on the front of them. Which just don't make no sense. Uh, the hockey jerseys they're playing in does have a hog on the front of them, so that's weird. That they're selling jerseys that are totally different from the jerseys they're wearing. They're losing every game. You know, they didn't retweet us. I mean, it's just one thing after another. One thing after thing another. Uh, I had something on my mind about the hockey team. I don't know. I lost it. Anyway. 66 showcase is coming up. They did make a statement about why they weren't selling those. Something about the NCAA and or Arkansas Eurocheck. Something about either Eurocheck or their NCAA. Somebody won't let them sell those yet. They got like they're behind a year, so I think maybe they, maybe next year they'll know, and maybe once they start selling them, they can't sure sell them. What kind of so. BS is that? I heard Eurocheck. If your check did that, it should be ashamed of himself. It might not be him, man. I'm just thinking state. Just hey, that's a good reason to find another athletic director out there if they ain't letting the club teams <laughs> use the Razorback on there. 
All right, here we go. All right, can I read the statement? This, this is a statement from the Razorback Hockey. Please see the statement below regarding our jersey store. Razorback fans, we have heard all of your requests for our new jerseys and questioning why, questions asking why they weren't on our previous jersey store. Unfortunately, due to licensing rules, the school, the school will not permit us to sell them to the public. This is why we were forced to sell a version of last year's edition. We know you all want the new versions, but currently the only way to get one is by winning our Chuck-a-Puck competition, which takes place every Friday home game. So there's a chance of getting one. We thank you for your understanding during this situation and hope you will continue to support our jersey stores with the jerseys that we are allowed to sell. Woo pig. How do you get in the Chuck-a-Puck? I have no idea. I think you buy a ticket or something. On Friday? It's just a Friday, you know, the Friday night games. I can do that. I ain't got nothing going on Friday nights. Yeah, that'd be fun. Chuck a puck. What is Chuck a puck? I'll chuck a puck every Friday till I get a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you like get stand on the ice or something and just like chuck one there and like try to get one in the net, probably, right? I guess. Like even if it was like five dollars an entry or something, it still wouldn't be bad. I'd still be a down for that. Oh, I don't think it's yeah, I don't think it's that bad. Oh yeah. Um This was ten okay, this was last year, but sure this is kind of similar. Razorback fans come join okay, chuck a puck contest. Second period intermission. Five dollars per puck or special deal, twenty dollars for five puck. Winner with the closest puck to the center ice point will get a Razorback hockey jersey. Hell yeah. So they give away one every Friday night. You know what I mean? Like that's forty bucks, man. I'll put us both in it and we'll get one. Some one of us will get one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's only like five dollars to go to the game. Hell, that's just like a ticket anyway. That's a good price. Not bad for a chance. Not bad. Five chances. You think the other podcasts are talking about Chuck Puck? I don't know. They're, they're certainly uh, probably not. Wow, look at this. Yeah. And it's always for a good cause and stuff. Oh. Uh, well, this one's for the hockey club. That is a good call. Yeah, same thing. Uh, winner with the closest puck to the middle of the Whataburger banner will get a Razorback hockey jersey, jersey free Whataburger for a year and a Whataburger prize pack. Did you say free yeah. Whataburger for a year? Oh, this is sick. Ah, man, 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 this, I'm going to have a heart attack when I win this thing. This is going to be awesome, man. Just all the time. Well, let me send this to you, man. Like, it's got the... Oh, man. That jersey looks sick. And it's the Razorback on the jersey. I, when I was reading that, or reading the last one about the $20 per... And it's still that price, but it was from, like, last year. And it was uh, the Ar- like the current jerseys. But this year, it has a hog on it, man. How much is a jersey normally? It's like, what, a hundred and... $120. So let's pay $120 to do Chuck Puck, get all those pucks, and just sit there and do it, man, until we win it. <laughs> like, how many pucks would that be? $120 worth of pucks. They might throw a special in there. $20 for five pucks? So, what, 25 pucks we can throw there? <laughs> I want to see a picture of this Chuck a Puck. Like, what the? That they've got on the YouTube games. Just getting a beer, getting an admission. Hmm. All right. Chuck a Puck. Chuck a Puck. Chuck a Puck. Well, yeah. What else? You know, I don't guess I have much else, man. Good podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. What did we just stop doing picks this year, didn't we? At what point did we just stop doing picks? Like a couple weeks ago. Last week? I don't know. I wonder how many weeks we made it in. We were really good about it last year. This year, we just 
And last week was the only week we didn't do picks, man. We knew picks. It just started getting didn't. I like There's some good games. I haven't added any of them up, so who knows? Uh, let's go. Penn State at Michigan. Um, Michigan. I'll go Michigan as well. Uh, Auburn at Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I'll go Ole Miss as well. Uh, oh. Kansas at Oklahoma. Mm, Oklahoma. I'll go Oklahoma as well. Um, let's see here. I don't know. Iowa State. No. Um, After that beating Oklahoma just took, dude. Well, Kansas lost their quarter start quarterback to injury. Pretty sad. He was really good. Yeah. I'd like to pick. I'll, I'll pick Kansas. Believe it. I hate Oklahoma. That was a bad loss they took, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. I think I want Kansas too. If we're switching, I just I was just like thinking, man, that was so bad. That was embarrassing. About forty to zero. Like the Texas too, and the Red River shootout, just like not even like a really good Texas team, just. Uh -uh. Um, Minnesota at Illinois, five and one versus five and one. <laughs> um, let's go with Illinois. I'll go Barry Lunny. Barry, and that what's his face? Bellama. <laughs> Be uh, Bellama. Alabama at Tennessee. Too bad that's at two thirty, same time as us. Uh, man, I actually have to think about this one. Well, let's go with Alabama. Yeah, I want to go with Tennessee, but it's Alabama, no. man. They always like. Here's the thing right. I've learned. Here's the thing I've learned about watching Alabama this year. Just. Paying close attention to their games more than I have in a while, just because I hate them and it's just hard. They're hard to watch, but they will kill them. Face mask you, they can hold you, clothesline you, stomp you, and the referees never call any of it. Helmet to helmet uh, against quarterbacks, horse collar. All of it just they just kinda of let it slide. Uh, uh Oklahoma at TCU. Mm, Oklahoma State at TCU. Oklahoma State. I'll go TCU. Going horn frogs? Uh, going horn frogs. Um, NC State. <laughs> these are ranked games. These last two, it's weird ranked games, but NC and what? NC State at Syracuse. Uh, NC State. I'm going NC State as well. I didn't... The game is a number fifteen at number eighteen. Isn't that crazy? That is um, crazy. Let's go. Wow, that's I'll shoot Florida. I think Florida can beat LSU. This Napier guy. Oh, Billy. Napier's there. Yeah, old Billy. Billy Keeps Napier. so close in all these games. I think this is the one he wins. I'll, uh, I'll go Florida, too. I'll go old Billy. Um, Clemson at Florida State. Uh, Clemson. Yeah, I'll go Clemson as well. Um, Mississippi State at Kentucky. Mississippi State. I don't know if Kentucky can handle that. Yeah, 
I'm going to go Mississippi State. I think they don't have, I don't think they're going to have their, uh, I think their start quarterback Levis is out too. So that'll be tougher to kind of overcome as good as Mississippi State. I hate to say it. They're looking pretty good so far. Especially USC at play everybody with their quarterbacks are out. Isn't that weird? Oh, yeah. That is kind of pirate kind of thing to do. Just kind of get lucky, roll through it. <laughs> uh, he'll start losing eventually. Eventually, players will start to get healthy. Brass Young for Alabama, he'll get healthy. Um, USC at Utah. Let's go to Utah. I'll go USC. Oh, that's it. Oh no, here we go. Nevada at Hawaii. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Hawaii. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rainbow Warriors, man. Let's go, Rainbow Warriors. I will too. That's it, man. That's the hog call pickle. Well, we did it, man. We did a podcast. Can't nobody say we didn't. No. They cannot. Woo pig suey. Go hogs.